0: What's up and welcome in. You found yourself locked on Bulls. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. We've got a special guest on today's Friday episode. You might recognize his beautiful face. That's our guy, John Sabine. We're going to get his thoughts on the Bulls first preseason game and just how excited he is to watch this Bulls season. That's all ahead on a French locked on Bulls. Let's go.
1: You are locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson.
0: What's up, and welcome into Locked Odd Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my co-host, Big Dave, at BOW, b a w Sports. And you can follow our guest, Mr. John Sabine, at what's the Twitter handle, John?
2: jsabine Sabine 214.
0: There it is. Big, uh, Big Dave and John. So, uh, John, I-, I have to admit something to you. We actually had a pretty cool guest scheduled for today, and he texted me early, early this morning and said, my daughter's sick and staying home from school. Can we push to next week? And I said, of course, of course, no worries. And then I thought, well, I teased having a guest on yesterday's episode, and I remembered we've we've been having a lot of people on Twitter being like, yo, where's Sabine? Get Sabai back in. Get Sabai back in. So I texted you like an hour ago, and you were like, yeah, sure. Can you, you can't, re- is it a surprise you can't reveal who the guest is? Oh, what do you think? Um, I think we're going to save that. I think we're going to save that.
1: Uh,
2: But whoever it is, I hope that, like, it's very, it's much better than me. I hope, like, I truly (laughs) hope it's It's like not even like a constant, it's not even like store brand cereal. It's like, it's like garbage compared to regular cereal. (laughs) (laughs) I think
0: I I can confidently say that our, our guest who postponed, who was supposed to be with us today, is a much bigger deal than you.
1: In, I in, mean, in, the in bar.
2: Oh, well, thank you. Well, I, this is even fun. I'm even, I'm even more grateful that uh, I'm a fill in for someone actually cool.
0: You're a fill in. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are our fill in guest for Friday, but Hey, it's Friday. So let's have some fun, John. Uh, we, we were texting uh, because we always are when basketball's on during that bulls first preseason game. There are a lot of different ways uh, that we could go talking about that bulls cavs blowout. What was the first thing that came to your mind as you were, you know, watching the first moments of that game?
2: Uh, revenge, anger, revenge. That we, um, <laughs> when we had a really fun job watching every game, we had to watch the Wayne Sneldon <laughs> S- Juniors of the world and then a couple of Samsons. For, for <laughs> and now they're like, "Nah, we don't think there's much of much of an uh, appetite for Bulls content." And we watched the best team we've had in years. It was so like, it was like such anger and happiness this. It was like a very bizarre feeling because I was just like so mad. And also like, because every time they did something great, I was just went, like, ah! like, I I had, <laughs> I had friends text me who like aren't Bulls fans, like, whoa, legit, yeah. how am I might watch this year. Like I gave yeah. up on them. Man, how fun are they? How fun are they? Like, so. It, it, what a great first game again. Don't tell me it was preseason. Don't tell me it was the Cleveland Cavaliers. We have people who can play basketball. You
1: mm-hmm.
2: know, all of them can kind of play, which, like, yeah. there's no, like, no offense, like, there's no, like, Arch minutes, right? Like, there's no, <laughs> like, Caruso's now Arch, which is, like, crazy. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't
0: recall many games where Arch had 10 assists in just 20 minutes off the bench. <laughs>
2: God, I mean, Javante Green. I mean, I had a not, but I, I wanted to buy a jersey so badly. Uh, he's legit. Like, guys, how fun is this? The home at White, like, everything's coming in. It's all happening. It's all happening. So it was so, it was such a good game, and they're really good. They're really, really good.
1: Yeah, it all felt, it all felt real, John. Like, I think that was the thing we watched. It, it was just. <laughs> It was real. Like, it was real. And it was in your face and everything that we screamed about and yelled about and wanted to see, we saw it. Like, from all the way down to the white jerseys that I've been screaming about for oh, years. It's official. <laughs> I cried about for years. I couldn't it Yesterday, white at
0: home, baby.
1: Dude, I, I I freaked out. I was just really, really excited. And I knew it was coming because I saw him wearing the media day. But just to get it officially from them just made it even more better. But yeah, man. And and I, I, my brother told me when he was uh, driving past the UC during the preseason game, he said he called. He was like, "Is there? Did the Bulls start the regular season?" And I said, "No, it's preseason." He said, "Dude, the line outside is insane." He was like, yeah. "I can't believe this is a preseason game. Like, the appetite is there. Like, Bulls fans know what this team kind of is, and for us to actually see it and to make it real and something tangible that we can touch and and right. see, like." That it just yeah, John, I feel you, man. It was it was it was crazy. You're right though, like having those kind of mixed emotions cause you know, watching that, knowing what we sat and watched and you're like, mm. oh man, this is r- what we deserve to see. This is what we deserve to get into often and we could not because you know we watched the battle of the Samsons going on and
0: yeah, I know, right. I feel
1: you. I feel we you. we we went
0: through multiple bottles of the twenty point yeah. deficit <laughs> Yo, bottle. Yeah.
1: Yes,
0: to to just take the edge off of how miserable we were watching that basketball, quote unquote, for two years. I mean, uh, all right, let, let's let's go here, John. Obviously, a lot of new pieces. You mentioned, you know, Caruso. He was a lot of fun to watch. Um, but what about Lonzo and his full court vision and some of that transition
2: offense we saw, John? And his defense. Oh my gosh. And Lonzo's but, defense, yeah. I mean, truly, it is one of those things that, like, he's strong, he's decent on D. De- and again, I we I I would say we never know how to evaluate defense. Like, we just right. count up blocks and steals and go. I guess it's that guy, which <laughs> is insane. Uh, and no perimeter guys win it ever. Um, and so, which can't be right. So I do feel like Lonzo, like I, Demar's probably better, right? Like. But Lonzo mm-hmm. feels like he can like come into his full own, like the full version of Lonzo here. I yeah. cannot believe they didn't want to yeah. keep. Him. I don't get it. How did we getting one of them in free agency or this summer, not free agency, but you know, wow. uh, would have been a win. Let alone both. And so, yeah, man, Lonzo to me was the most exciting part of the of the night for me. Uh,
0: and and it was cool to hear some of his teammates, uh, namely Zach and Demar, both talk about how he just makes everything easy for everyone out there on the floor. Because he like he's got a, a high basketball IQ and he knows where the easy pass is. He knows where the open space is on the floor. And even just through some training camp scrimmages and, and one preseason game, you hear them talk about how Lonzo just knows where guys want the ball. And like like that, it just like when when's the last time the Bulls have had a player like that? Never. Truly,
1: truly. It's been a long time coming, man. And you're like, you're right. Cause Lonzo, the the reasons that he said he wanted to come here, you know, saying that the Bulls wanted me for me and they were going to allow me to play the game that I, the way I want to play it and the way that I like to play it. Like he hasn't had that opportunity in LA or in new Orleans to do it kind of mm-hmm. how he wanted it to. And there's no real, like, pressure on him either. You know what I mean? Like, we we know what we want from him. You know, just go out there and do it. And this team is kind of stacked. So it's not like it's dependent on you being, you know, great. You know what I'm saying? The Bulls winning. But it be it will be helpful for sure because you're our starting point guard and obviously the general of the team. But it's not dependent on you. We're not like, oh, man, Lonzo will only go as far as Lonzo can take us kind of thing. So that's a good thing to not have on you. And at the same time, You just see what he does, like you mentioned, on on both ends of the floor. And defensively, man, like when he was bodying up Lowry, oh my gosh, man, like we were looking at that. Like it just, that that just confirmed so many things about Lowry in that one possession, about all the things I didn't want to confirm about him. It confirmed it in that (laughs) one possession. And I mean, if you ever seen just all the, joy of a player i had drained away in one possession it was that right there i was like i'm done
2: wasn't it cleansing that one possession any sort of like oh we we could have kept him or what if he we go oh okay (laughs) right Not, not my problem like oh like you know we couldn't reach him and then he didn't graduate high school it wasn't me, the seventh grade teacher, who did him wrong. Right,
1: but, right. <laughs> right, exactly. Some exactly. kids just
2: slipped through the cracks, John.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, we tried our best. It was just like I was done. I like I, I my, the the Larry chapter that was in my heart was mm-hmm. you know it was it was uh, Brienne in Game of Thrones, just like yeah. all right closing <laughs> it, not letting the ink dry for some reason. Uh, <laughs> so uh, but yeah, that's how it felt. Like, all right. And Now my watch um, is ended.
0: As as has days with his uh, rallying cry to get the Bulls to switch back to white home jerseys. Um, out speaking Roche. of people bodying Lowry, uh, John, let's uh, let's talk about y- your 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 maybe new favorite player, Javante Green, has John oh. Green renamed himself John Vontae Sabine. Uh, we will get to his game and his first appearance in a surprise start in just a minute. First, uh, I want to tell y'all that if you're playing fantasy basketball this season, you got to do it on that new Sleeper app with that game pick mode. In 2018, fantasy sports experts at Sleeper realized fantasy basketball was broken. Games were being won and lost solely based on whose players had more scheduled games that week. It was dumb. It didn't make any sense. It required no strategy. It was just dumb luck. So in 2020, Sleeper released a brand new way of playing fantasy basketball. It's called Game Pick, and it's only available on that Sleeper app. In game pick, owners pick a single game per week for each starter to count towards their team's total, uh, total score, ensuring an even number of games played between opponents. The days of losing simply because your opponent's players have more games than your players, over. The days of mindless daily busy work, over. The days of giving up halfway through that season because of all that dumb daily busy work for nothing, also over. In game picks, you make one game pick per week for each player. And you can base those picks based on things like player matchups, home and away, opponents' defensive rankings, pace of play, and many, many more. All that adds up to more strategy and less busy work. So if you know your fantasy basketball, you're going to win. Whether you prefer Redraft, Keeper, or Dynasty Leagues, Game Pick has you covered. Sleeper cracked the fantasy basketball code, people. If you play fantasy football like me, if you prefer building out a weekly strategy, a weekly lineup versus all that daily busy work, You're going to love game picks. So download that sleeper app uh, and start a league with your friends today. You won't be disappointed. John, I know that you are someone who does not necessarily care about defensive stats. And you think that like steals is a dumb stat that's overrated uh, uh, or or, or maybe (laughs) some blocks. But do not tell me that. Javante Green's two, blo- yes. two steals and four blocks in that game Tuesday night didn't matter.
2: <laughs> it matters. Again, it matters. It matter- it, they don't matter as, like, fulcrums to pivot, right? They're not badges of honor. They're uh, degrees on a black belt. They're not the belt. That's mm-hmm. how I view it. That's like, mm-hmm. So people will be like, steals. He leads it in steals. And it's like, great. That doesn't mean that's – you that's just a de- – that just helps wh- where you are, you know? Those are temperatures. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, I love him he looked um he looked amazing he looked like you had to play him you, he looked like patrick williams you better show something because can you do that yet like in theory absolutely i think you can but like all right you, we gave you a year to like get used to get used to it slow and steady and we like all right man just but now it's like okay urgency let's kick let's let, let's let's get into gear and i love it he was so fun. He felt like one of those bulls that like the fan just loves. He got a standing ovation when he left in the first quarter. <laughs> yeah, the first, the
0: first quarter of a preseason
2: game. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, and he was making it happen on both ends. He also grabbed four offensive rebounds in that one. After his initial attempt was denied, and then he was like, "No, screw you, Lowry. I'm gonna dunk over your seven foot self."
2: Like I mean, he he he, he started at the power four position. The guy's six foot four. <laughs> Truly. It's, and so, he, I mean, he was so funny. It was hard to figure out who was my, all the likable bulls is like overwhelming to me because I'm not mm-hmm. used to that. I'm used to like, all right, Zach, carry me through, you know, Wendell and you know, like, Chris <laughs> like okay, buddy. Like, you can, and now it's like, you can pick and choose. Like, it's the Avengers. I love it. Mm-hmm.
1: How do you guys like feel it. Like, are you as high? I like- Obviously it's one game, but I'm all in. Ball yeah. I like, I like Javante Green a lot. I mean, how could you not, you know, and how could you not develop a different kind of respect for him seeing him play the four and he's six foot four and then play it well? And also, how I talked about that one possession, John, that that uh Lonzo bodying up Lowry drained it away that dunk that he did on Lowry. I mean, Ooh. that just that put it in a suitcase and shipped it away. You know what I'm saying, all out of here, dude. I was <laughs> done, like, I was completely done because that. Made it even worse, because I'm like, dude, he's 6'4", and off the vertical, he dunked on you. He's 6'4", man, and he dunked on you. Yeah, it was done after that. But Javante, I see him as just that player that teams are going to hate when he comes in the game. They are not going to like it. And he's Mm -hmm. going to make that lineup, like, because now, John, like, they, they have different kinds of lineups they can actually go with where you can say, okay, this is my fast lineup. This is my three-point lineup. This is my all-defensive lineup. Like, they can kind of do it like that now, whereas they they couldn't really do that before because they didn't know who could do what well. And now you when you say, I got my all-defensive lineup, you could put Javante Green in there with Lonzo, with Caruso, you know what I'm saying, even with Patrick Williams, and, and you run that out there, guys, guys, are going, they're going to hate that. Like, teams are really going to hate playing Javante Green because he has already shown you that he can guard four positions on the floor. Like, that's what that game did. It shows you he can guard four positions, man. So your point guard, your shooting guard, your small forward, and your power forward are all going to not like this person. So you got a guy, and you know, John Bulls fans love grit, which is why he got that standing uh, ovation. blue collar town. (laughs) Yes, they love that kind of stuff. And so that's why they applauded when Caruso came in the game. You know, when Caruso came, he got a standing ovation when he came in the game. When Javante went out... That's why he got that standing ovation, because that grit was dripping off of him. They can't wait to fall in love with this kind of player, man. He he really fits, like, that Chicago mentality. Like, A.K. Neversley did a great job of putting together new age things, but not t- throwing away your blueprint of how fans, you know what I'm saying, celebrate you. And that's that's not easy to do, you know. And But it seems they've done that, man. And Javante is definitely at the top of that.
0: So, John, uh, while we're still waiting on Patrick Williams' return, do you want to see Billy continue to just experiment and throw a bunch of different stuff in there? You know, uh, I think some people were surprised that Javante got that spot start on Tuesday. Um, you know, we're recording this midday Friday. We've got a game uh, at 7 o'clock coming up against the Pelicans. Woo! Do you think he goes a different direction? Do you think, you know, um, Derek Jones you know. Jr. was not available Tuesday because of a minor injury. He was taken off the injury report. Um, as of Thursday, theoretically is available. Do you want to see him throw Derek Jones, uh, Derek
2: Jones Jr. in there? Do you want to see him throw somebody else in there? What What, what do you think about that? Absolutely, because Patrick Williams is The people hurt. Our lineup isn't set, so we don't need to like build chemistry. Right, like this isn't the time. This mm. is time to see who vibes with who, because it's so many new pieces. Play with your toys. See what you can do. Like, and so I hope it's new. I hope, like, let's see Demarco off the bench. Why not? Like. I want to see like what we have because I still I think we are a deeper team. I still don't know if we have that like bench captain who can like because in theory it'll be Kobe, right? We think right, like uh, but that's, the, that's theoretical. It could be him, but like to see someone who can like just I got you. I'll come in twelve points in a quarter real quick. But yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm not looking for continuity here because I just want to. I'm still I still don't know what, what this car can do.
1: No, you're right. You, that's, that's you, you exactly, want to see a different um, lineup tonight, Dave? I mean, just to even uh echo what John said. Like, that's exactly what Billy Donovan said with the lineup, with the starting lineup. He said mm-hmm. in practice, Javante they never ran that lineup before. He said, <laughs> I just threw it out there to see what it was gonna be. So that yeah, that echoes exactly what John is saying here. Yeah, I would love to see a different uh lineup. Um, it's preseason, man. Like, you know, mess around, play around. It gets me more excited uh for the team when i can just see players, you know what i'm saying, in different roles and different positions that i know they're not going to be in when the when the season starts because it removes kind of like worry that i know that you can handle this job. You know, i know that you can do this. Mm-hmm. Um so if something, you know, really goes wrong, i know i can plug in Stanley Johnson right here cuz i'm like, oh no, i've seen him do it and i know how it kind of works with that guy. So, yeah, it's perfect and i and i would love to see it. But and John, I also want to ask you because I know your love for uh, European players. Like, do how bad do you want to see Marco? Uh, more, out here?
2: more than anything. I <laughs> I, I couldn't sleep one night late summer, and I watched like highlights because I I didn't watch any. Like, you know, I was like, it's been a year. I'll catch up on this guy later, and I did. And I was like, yeah. all rookie. He'll make second team all rookie for sure. <laughs> like, I'm all, uh, but yeah, like it's hard not to. It's hard not to appreciate skill and size, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we haven't had that. Uh, and we need size, even though he's not huge. like, But, like, that's the only thing I'm worried about is in the playoffs or in, the, like, is our lack of size. But I also think I'd rather have what we have than too much size. Like, Cleveland has too much size. Um, right. True.
0: And and, you know the Bulls had a lot of size last season and season prior, and and but it wasn't none of it was necessarily like useful size. Yeah. Speaking of you know our old pal Lowry Market in just a minute ago is is that size? Does that count as size? Is is, is Wendell size? Like no. no.
2: But you know who this? You know who would be amazing on this team right now? Like truly would like be the perfect fit, Daniel Gafford. Like. He would be. I look at this team. Yeah. I looked at. Team, I looked at like Lonzo with Lobs and like I just looked at it and I was like, "And yep. man, just a guy in the middle, a dog. Like, God, he'd be good. God
1: yeah, he'd be good. He'd be good. Uh, he had ten points and six rebounds on five or five shooting in on. I just mm. want to throw that out there. So yeah, there you yeah, go. he he would be great uh, in this, Johnny. And you're right because y'all know how much I screamed about him and. How I'm like, you know, obviously he needs a point guard, you know, to play with. So yeah, when you see the Bulls actually get that point guard, and then you know he's not here, like it's a little bittersweet. But I'm I'm happy for him though in Washington because I think he's gonna really uh, do his thing with Spencer Dinwiddie and those guys like that. But you're right, man. You're absolutely right. He would be he would be perfect here. He would be exactly what they needed, you know, because those dunks would get the United Center rocking. You know what I'm saying? Like all that energy that he would come with, man. It would it would be awesome to see. Derrick Jones Jr. will
2: hopefully provide that verticality of, like, you got to look up. Like,
1: yeah. uh, hopefully right. that
2: will help.
0: And, uh, you oh, know, speaking of Gafford, the guy the Bulls got when sending Gafford away, uh, Troy Brown Jr., John. I mean, what what did you think about him? I, he he was out there just, like, chucking up threes, sharpshooter. Who knows if we're going to get that kind of consistency from him behind the three-point line, Um for the entire season. I think when he came over in the trade, people thought of him more as like, uh, you know, Stanley Johnson or Derek Jones Jr. Or just like a versatile can do it all on the defensive end kind of guy. What did you think about his, uh, his first
2: preseason uh, game? I mean, it speaks to how deep this team is and how much there is to be excited about that. He was like the 12th thing that I remembered when I was thinking about. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I wasn't even looking for him. And I think in years past, Someone like that is, like, uh, Temple. He's, like, to me, I was, like, remember how jacked up we were about Garrett Temple? Oh, yeah. Garrett Temple revenge game tonight, boys. <laughs> Guys, we were excited about a guy named Garrett. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Like, and we were, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think he'll do a lot. Maybe will bad, maybe. Like, uh, I thought he was awesome. And, I, again, like, Zach's our best shooter. Vooch in theory can shoot. Lonzo in theory can shoot. Patrick Williams in theory can shoot. Caruso can shoot. Kobe in theory can shoot. He's streaky. To have someone who can like not be streaky and be reliably like, like upper 38 to 40% from three, well, that's, mm-hmm. again, along with size, consistent, just knockdown shooters what we need. And I think he can do that, but I still am not sure. But I think he can. He has the confidence that he can. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I said, too, John, when he was shooting and, and hitting those threes consistently. I was like, really, he can do that? Like, I was a little shocked yeah. about that. Like, I, I had no idea it, it could be that way. But yeah, if he's going to do that and you just got that on the bench, just ready to go whenever you need it and, and you know he can play both ends of the floor. Like, how deep does your is your team now? Like, you just make your team even more deeper when you just got pieces like that. Just on your team. And I hope he stays healthy, too, because I think that was a big part also about it last year, why we didn't see um, more of him as, right. as far as what he could do and why we probably didn't know he could be such a consistent shooter because he couldn't, you know, get on the floor. So, yeah, it's – it's yeah, he would be amazing if, I, if and,
0: that could you know, when you mentioned the, the depth, Dave, it's crazy. And it's – I like, I just realized this. We're now, you know – 20-25 minutes into our second episode talking mostly about their first preseason game and at no point in our last episode and nowhere yet today have we even mentioned Iyo Desumu the rookie <laughs> right, who people consider right. to be a steal of a second rounder Whoa. who got who right. got some good run in that game and looked really good he
2: did, he looked really good point. like because he would have been the savior in another year oh yeah,
0: mm-hmm. in, in the old packs years we would have been like okay, that's our pick Let's Jam throw him up. out there and hope he averages
2: 22 a game. That's all we have. So here's a question for you. Is it cool if I ask you guys a question? Of course. What do you, which player do you think will surprise you the most this season positively? Like, mm. who do you think that you'll like, from your expectations to like at the end of the season, you'll be
1: like, wow. I'm, that mm. one was better than I thought. You know, honestly, just after seeing that, I guess I'll say Javante Green. Uh, I didn't expect that. I, I, you know, because you go, you knew what you saw last year as far as the being an energy guy, you know, and kind of doing stuff like that, playing spot minutes and things like that. I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. And now I'm looking at, I'm like, oh, snap, this dude got to play every game. Like, like he he has to be in the game. Like, he played the, I can't stress enough that he played the four and he is six foot four. I can't stress that enough. And not only played it, played it well, was a problem. Offensive rebounds left and right. You know what I mean? Like just bodying up people and getting all kinds of steals. He was a big part of that run they had. Like any, any time that, that transition kind of started for them, he was involved, you know, whether he was getting the steal or whether he knew where to be, while he was running the break and spacing the floor, like that kind of. Because the Bulls talked about that a lot, right, guys? Like the b- high basketball IQ that they have mm-hmm. on his team now. Like you saw his, like and it was glowing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you even saw it a lot. So yeah, John. Like I, I, I would say Javante. I was like, wow. I didn't, I did not know that he had to play like every game, but he has to play every game now. Like for real.
0: I. So after Tuesday night, nothing Javante does will ever surprise me ever again. I'm like, oh, yeah. that guy could do it. That guy could do it all. Yeah. <laughs> if If there's someone I I want to be pleasantly surprised by this season, I I want my answer to be Patrick Williams. Not any of the new guys, Patrick Williams, our second-year player who's going to come back in and get that starting power forward job. And with all the new toys that people are talking about and excited about, he's just kind of coasting under the radar as far as expectations for this year. But I think just how good the Bulls can be this year of such a huge roster overhaul, a lot of it will depend on how much better Patrick gets and how quickly he gets better. That's what I want that answer to be.
1: I'm mm. mm-hmm.
2: um, but- Zach Levine, just for the record.
1: Oh, Zach Levine. What, wait, what surprise are you looking for?
2: I'm, I'm looking, I think that he, he will move from Sergeant to general. Is that the right? Like he, he finally has soldiers oh. and oh. it's his team. And like, to win a championship, you need an All NBA talent. You just need right. it. It right. doesn't happen if you don't have someone who's not in the top 15 of that year. It just doesn't right. happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm that. looking to him to like, yeah, I'm here. I'm not a fluke. Like, if Devin Booker go to finals, why can't I? Like, why not? Bradley Beal's All NBA. Let's do this. Like, uh, and so I'm looking for him to. And I, I, he's become such a consistent shooter. It's crazy. Mm. And if he can just him and if he gets any sort of two man game going and gets fouled a bunch, he'll get six right. more points a game, and that's it. Like that's all I needs. mean. He you needs. saw
0: how efficient he was on Tuesday, yeah. And like, yeah, it's the Cavs, whatever. But like, you know, twenty five points on nine of fourteen in twenty four minutes. <laughs> like, that's if he if true. he if he plays if he plays thirty four minutes, I mean, my that's goodness,
2: shooting like that's like that's Steve Nash shooting. You know, uh, that's crazy. Yeah. Just so efficient. So I, that will be, we need to be as as best, like as good as our best talent. And mm-hmm. if it's a bunch of five or a bunch of eights, that won't work. We need a couple of yeah. nines. That's
0: yeah. True. I think the Bulls uh, fan base right now is just excited that we have maybe, you know, a nine, a couple of eights, some sevens, as opposed to just like fours across the board. <laughs> I mean,
2: fours <laughs> and, you know, cards from Uno. Dad, and- <laughs> right. Uh, uh, like A couple box, of
0: random faces box. from an old box of Guess Who, yeah. the board game. Who is this? Going from two Sampson's to two Johnson's, definitely an upgrade. Yeah. Um, all right, John, before we let you go, I, I want to get some of your thoughts on the Eastern Conference and big picture and Bulls expectations, because I don't think we've talked about that with you yet. Yeah. Before we do, we've got to sell some more products. Big Dave, tell our people where they can get their, uh, their sports gambling fix this weekend.
1: Oh, listen up, guys. John, listen up. This is big time stuff here. You want to go to Bet Online. That's what you want to do because it's your number one spot for all your pro and college football action this season. They are back and better than ever with the new updated site and the new interface. Even more odds, props, and contests. Bet Online is your number one source for everything football. Everything, everything. Head to the website. Use your mobile device, sign up today, receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Now, don't forget to use that promo code locked on. It's locked on, and you'll receive that bonus that I just told you about football, basketball, boxing. You know, the big fight is this weekend. You know, you want to put some money on it. Your Vegas casino games, tennis. You know, um, anything, you know, quarters, whatever you want to play, you can bet on it. All right. Take advantage, y'all. Take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Sports. <laughs>
0: Today's episode of Locked On Bulls is also brought to you by a great friends at Built Bar, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors that there's one out there for everyone? So you know what you got to do? You just got to get a mixed box of all of Built Bar's flavors from Built.com. Try them all and figure out which one's your favorite. Try flavors like coconut, double chocolate, mint brownie, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. There's so many delicious flavors. You got to try them all and figure out which one is your Built Bar flavor. You also. Have to keep an eye on Built.com for their rotating limited-time edition flavors. This week, it is a Churro Puff Built Bar. That's right. The Puff Built Bars that have the the, the gooey marshmallow on the inside, and it tastes like a freaking churro. How would you not want to eat that? Not only are Built Bars the best tasting, they're healthy for you, too. All Built Bars regardless of the flavor, have either 17 or 18 grams of protein. That's a whole bunch of protein, but only 130 to 180 calories, only four or five grams of sugar and four or five grams net carbs. So you know what you got to do? Go to built.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Every time you go, 15% off your order with promo code LOCKED15 at built.com. All right, John, here it is. It's the big question. Everybody's been debating it. Everybody's been arguing it. Uh, a lot of NBA talking heads don't believe that these moves will move the needle, so to speak, for the Bulls this offseason. Um where, where do you see them? You know, just kind of like quickly going through Eastern Conference teams, starting with you know, Milwaukee and Brooklyn. Where do you see this Bulls team finishing that would be a respectable, you would call success finish as far as the regular season?
2: Playoffs, including the playing game. Like, okay. if they don't make the playoffs, that's a bummer. If they make the playoffs, how weird it is now with top six teams uh, get to chill. I just think if you make the playoffs after what we've been through is a win. I don't, I'm i not asking for anything more. I don't care about seeding. I don't think it matters. Like, uh, I think, you know, the rich got richer again. Uh, mm-hmm. And... We got richer though, lucky as well. So, like, I think just if we make the playoffs, we're there. Like, are we better than Dana? Probably. Who knows? Like, are, like <laughs> Celtics do not care. I know we're not better than, <laughs> than the uh, Bucks in the Nets.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Great. They have a thousand MVPs. Both those teams. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I just want to make the playoffs. If we don't make the playoffs, it's it's you're allowed to be mad. <laughs> You're allowed, like deep and we we spent money. Like So like
0: right. of of those of those teams that aren't Brooklyn and Milwaukee, uh like are, are you buying the Heat and the whole Kyle Lowry hype? Are you buying Atlanta to do what they did last year? Are you buying the oh, Nets yes.
2: to do what they le- did last year? Like Man I think we're all kind of in the same boat. Hawks are probably a little better. I think Heat are gonna be if they make the playoff like a bad regular season team, good playoff team, one of those like weird old teams that like just need to make just making it and then they can kind of be locked in because they're so old uh everyone hates the Knicks I think they'll be kind of the same I think like they got more offenses what they desperately needed um and but I don't know for like but, but we're in the like the fact that we're like okay let's play let's play the season and see where we stand I mm-hmm. feels great like it feels like there's a ton of talent in the east now like and a lot of, like, competitive talent. And I think maybe it's a playing game that has, like, discouraged tanking. I don't know. Like, that's helped, surely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harden and KD coming east has also helped. But, like, I don't know how you guys feel, but, like, I think we can hang with anyone, and I think we're better than a lot of teams. I don't, like, mm-hmm. I don't think it's I don't think it's an insult that the Hawks are better than us. Like, they, you know, like, right. they've made money. They've tried. Like, I don't, I no longer think it's insulting because we're actually trying. I think that's what it is. Right. We, we're As opposed to like,
0: entering yet another season where you just tell yourself, like, yeah, no, this team's not going yeah. to be good. This team's they not going to be good.
2: They didn't sign anyone. They didn't try. They're wearing they're wearing red at home. They don't even care. It says <laughs> <laughs> blue on the backboard. That came out four years ago, like they just gave they up. Blue. Like, yeah, gave <laughs> up. Like, and so that and that's how I. How do you guys feel though? Like, I feel I feel like confident, which is nice
1: and i'm not concerned
2: yeah. with the other ones
1: at all right now. Interesting. No, yeah, absolutely like confidence is is very true. Um i slightly disagree with you on on the play in game because i think this team is built to to not even be in the play in game. For for me the the play in game is is the bare minimum. And which is great because last year and the years prior the play in game was it like if we got to the play in game we would have been throwing a parade. Mm-hmm. But now this year it's like I look at the playing game, like yeah, that's the ground for us right there. Oh um, yeah. So now I'm... I I kind of look at them being a little higher up in in the seedings, which is where I want. But just getting to the playoffs is is all I want. Like whatever happens there, cool, great. I just want to go because this team really does just deserve to be there. Uh, like I think you're right, man. But when you say about Milwaukee and and Brooklyn, like that's it. Like I look at those teams, I'm like. Yeah, we we ain't got nothing for that. Okay, like you know, we will we'll, we might hang with them, but you know, but come on now, like those teams are are ridiculous. Like you said, a thousand MVPs on them, but those everybody else in there, I I'm like, yeah, we can play with them. We might lose to that, but I think we can hang with these teams, and we might surprise you. You know, pull off a victory here and there. So, um, like you said, Atlanta, uh, uh, Miami, I think is is definitely going to be an issue. Um, but those other teams, like I don't know what Philly is going to be and what they're really going to look like because of what they're going through. The Knicks are going to be the Knicks. Like, they're going to be a good regular season team. They mm-hmm. always are. That's a that's a Thibodeau staple. He is awesome in the regular season. That's what he does. Uh, so that's going to be interesting to watch too. But I'm not worried about Indiana. Uh, I'm not really worried about Boston. Not really worried about Charlotte. Um, but, yeah, it, it just feels good to say that. But Atlanta, yeah, I think Atlanta is probably getting not getting enough respect for, you know, just how good I think they are. And they're really, really good. Like they, they had no fall off. <laughs> like in in this season, they actually just added a another player to their team, like in in Sheree Cooper. So they didn't get worse at all. I just, I think they're going to be really, really good, um, and a formidable team. But the Bulls can really, truly compete with anybody, and that is something we haven't been able to say in quite a long time. With a straight face, you can say they can compete with anybody in the East. They can compete with them, and. That's just gonna make the season that much fun to watch, man. Especially watching it with y'all. It's just, is it gonna be great? I
0: I still think that Atlanta just benefited from the Sixers choking like dogs last season, and like you know that you know I I don't disrespect the Hawks. I think they're a fine team, but I don't think I don't think they're a conference finals team. I just don't. Um, That's
1: fine. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's,
0: it's just fine. You know, like mm. do I think that they have a greater likelihood of reaching a high like top four seed than the Bulls do coming into this season? I guess you could say it, but I'm like, you know, like maybe 55, 45 in favor of the Hawks in that regard. It was as far as their expectations versus this this Bulls new looks squad. Uh, all right, John, uh, we, we kind of touched on both of them a little bit because I know you are such a fan of the soap opera part that is NBA and following this league. I'm curious which uh, of these Eastern Conference contenders, which storyline slash chaos is more captivating to you Kyrie maybe being a part-time player who doesn't get to play home games in Brooklyn because he's an anti-vaxxer weirdo or Ben Simmons just sitting out and not playing games for the Sixers until they trade him somewhere
2: I I can't wait to hear your thoughts on both of these situations I Ben Simmons not showing up and like no I've moved out figure it out (laughs) it's my fault also, <laughs> it's insane, and that's a lesser sin than Kyrie Irving. Kyrie <laughs> Irving is unemployable right now. Like, if you don't want to get the, like, it's not a personal choice when it comes to public health, because then you can't be in the public. That's it. So <laughs> you want the vaccine, you just can't participate in the public. It's a, when it's a, when it's a public health issue. It's no longer a personal choice if you want to engage in the public. No one's gonna tell you you have to, but you also then don't get to have both. Like, and the fact that he's not getting a vaccine during a time when there's a the lowest trust in the media, and he's such a systemic problem of distrust and our distrust of institutions across the board. Donaghy ruined it for us, right? Like, <laughs> we don't trust any institutions. Uh, concussion, that movie with Will Smith. NFL. We have ev- anything that. Anything that was an institution in the last 15 years, we now don't believe are telling the truth. <laughs> he is the worst. And that makes, you're like, I make, it makes the Ben Simmons thing look almost quaint, I feel like.
1: Because
2: mm. he's he can play. He's always hurt. He's finally not hurt. And he's like, nah. And you're just like, maybe go do something else. <laughs> like, just go do something else, man. Like, we want to love you. But you're 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 like... Ben Simmons' basketball brain is broken. Kyrie Irving's yeah. actual brain is broken. And, <laughs> wow! I actually don't love the Kyrie stuff because I find it so discouraging. And I'm always like, "What is Steve Nash thinking?" Like Steve Nash, like, yeah, spoke out on the Iraq War like two weeks after it happened. Remember that? Like he got like lambasted. And it's he's like, "What did come on, man? Just come on. Dude. What do I need to do?" Oh, well, like what can I do? Sage will sage it. I don't What
0: can I yeah. do? What do you guys think?
2: Uh, well, I mean, I,
0: I think they're both entertaining uh, as just an innocent bystander who's whose team does not need to worry about this. I mean, I, I know that there were some Bulls fans this off season that's being like, Hey man, if Simmons isn't happy and you can maybe get him for cheap because his trade value is at pretty much an all time low right now, go get him. And I was like, not only do I not love the idea of trusting Ben Simmons in the fourth quarter of a playoff game, to not be afraid to take a shot or even a free throw. No, nah, I'm not trying to deal with that mess right now. And Kyrie, I'm just like, I like he he now falls into the category of people who I have completely dismissed. As part of society, like if you're not going to be a team player with this shit, I, I have no time for you.
2: No time for you. None. Because with Ben, you think you can fix him, right? Like a new scenery, he can learn. Like, do, do some Mavericks
0: fans think that? You know, two disgruntled oh. stars just swap Simmons and Kristaps. Oh, Is that kind of chatter going on in Dallas?
2: Would, we would do that in a heartbeat. Yeah, <laughs> but can you imagine Joel and KP on the same team? That would just be oh, insane. Okay. That yeah, would, yeah, Lord yeah. of the Rings. Uh, like, <laughs> but like, I, but like with at least Simmons, you think like, oh, I can. It's like a, I can fix him with Kyrie, Irving, it's like, no, man. I I've been I've dated guys like that before. No, 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 no. He's not going to grow up like he is an, he is a, he is just an accident way to happen. That's, that's how I feel. And he's so good. He's so yeah. good.
1: It, it, the Ben Simmons stuff is, is wild. Cause like you said, it's his fault. <laughs> like, dude, you did it. Like nobody didn't do it to you. You did it. Like, of course fans are going to be mad at you. You won't shoot. You passed up a layup. Like that's how it goes, bro. Like, yeah, they're mad. I'll be mad too at you. You don't, Get to be like, well, if you're, mad, well, I'm never coming outside again. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, dude. <laughs> what is that? It's ridiculous. The Kyrie, you know, I was having this Kyrie conversation yesterday. And my, here's my whole thing about it. If if you don't want to get the vaccine, okay, you don't want to get the vaccine. But you still can't operate how you feel. Because there are consequences for every single action. Here, here's the, on a very, on a much, 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 much lower scale. I don't go anywhere if I can't wear a hat. Y'all know I love hats. If mm-hmm. I can't go to the if I can't go in there without a hat on, I'm not going in there. You can ask my friends this. They, they have been there, they've seen it. There have been many times I've walked to the front and they said, You can't wear that hat in here. And I say, All right, guys, I'll holler at y'all later. <laughs> <'Cause> I'm, <laughs> going, I'm going home. I want I wanna wear what I want to wear, but there's yeah. a consequence for that. I can't do it everywhere. That's a consequence of of my actions, and I understand that, and I'm okay with that. Now, they're not telling him he can't play basketball. He can play basketball. If they're telling you, dude, fine, we'll trade you to somewhere else. You can go play where that. I don't want to do that either. I'll retire. It's a consequence for your actions, man. That's that's my only point of all of this. You can't do it like you want to do it and then say, okay, I'm going to continue doing it like that. It's a global pandemic, my man. Like, that's just not how it's gonna work. You know, there's a consequence for every single action, bro. You you can't be absolved of your consequences.
2: And at the beginning, a healthy distrust of that, of any sort of thing you put in your body is like probably a, a noble instinct to have, right? Like yeah. at the very beginning, at this point, you you we have given you the the pamphlets. You like mm-hmm. we've yeah. given you the information, like Jonathan Isaac, I can't hear another person say how eloquently he said the dumbest thing in the world. Like, oh, <laughs> oh but, he said, but oh, he said it so, it sounded so good when what the sentence was, was wrong and trash. Like, it's like, it's like how when Richard Spencer was on like Time Magazine, you know, and they're like, Listen, look, look at this, look at this racist who, you know, has a car. Like, <laughs> it's like, no, it's still bad. Like, let's not provide a platform for that. And I, it's just, The East has never been more talented in a while and never had the drama in a while. I know we have to go, but can I ask you one more question? I'm so sorry. Because I want to talk to you guys about that commercial, the 75th anniversary Mm -hmm. NBA commercial, and how fantastic it is. It is. Were you waiting
0: for the first 45 seconds until he appears to just be like, please be Dirk, please be Dirk, somewhere please be Dirk? (laughs) You knew he was
2: going to be in it, though, right? I I mean... He's around and like him and Kareem, I thought was like per like such a, a nice, yeah. Little, yeah. Uh, Me too. I was his like,
0: because chair just teaching him how to yeah. make
2: a sky hook, like that was awesome. Yeah, two guys with like signature shots that are unstoppable. Like I was like, that's oh, a nice snap. little. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yo, I make- Like we're make- the yes. same. I was like, oh yeah, they both like that's called the Dirk now. Like that's mm-hmm. called the Dirk, like shooting with one leg by. I love I loved it. They did that Kobe thing, which like if I would have read the script, I would have said I'd cut this. This is too this feels weird and pandering. Mm-hmm. And they, I was watching it and I was like, oh, and like Devin Booker got me. Like I was like, yeah. I just like, so well done. And we never get stuff that's like it felt like a Marvel universe for basketball. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: exactly
1: I loved what it. Was. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah, it and, and so not
0: since Derek Rose really Have Bulls fans gotten to enjoy the fact that when the NBA makes something that epic and wide reaching back into the past and the past stars of this league and the current stars of this league, is there a dude who represents the Bulls in that kind of content? And you saw Zach Levine, like doing a windmill alley-oop dunk, getting a pass from Manu, and then the legend Bill Walton saying, throw it down, big man. (laughs) That's awesome.
2: And then you got DAP in front of, as like, they said, like, the new school's taken over or something. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I yelled, like, Dirk, I was like excited because, but it's like, it's Dirk. He's like an institution. When yeah. I saw Zach, I yelled because I was like, oh, my sweet boy. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm so happy
1: I, for him. Zach
2: Levine, we bought, we were, guys, Zach Levine, we were, we bought the stock, man. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the best, and that was so – I just love that he got that platform because we never get that anymore. Like, Benny's always our bull, right? Yeah, right. The, yeah. Who
0: who was also in it playing NBA there? Jam with yeah. LaMelo Ball.
1: How awesome <laughs> was that to watch him playing with Lonzo Ball's brother? I, I saw that. I was like, wow, that's, that's dope, honestly. I was like, that's a nice connection right there. But, yeah, to, to watch the Bulls be represented in this, and like you said, and it's current, you know what I mean? Because you knew Jordan wasn't going to be in it, but I was like, you, they're going to have Jordan photos and things like that because it's the NBA in 75. You're going to have Mike in here some kind of way. If Derrick Rose was on our team, like, of course, Derrick Rose and things would have been in there because it's Derrick Rose. But for the past few years, there hasn't been nothing of that representation for the Chicago Bulls. And there always should be. And to know now that it's legitimately Zach Levine, and I mean legitimately Zach mm-hmm. Levine, it just feels good, man. It felt really good to just see him, man. Like just watching him everywhere now. Just seeing him on all the commercials now and and doing all kind of cool yeah. things and always smiling, always just ha- he's happy now, man. He he's been through the storm. And so the now, Olympics. you know, with the sun coming out, it, it looks good on. Sun looks good on him. Go ahead.
2: Got it. If you're a young player, play in the Olympics. It yeah. cures a lot of ills. Like, I don't think this happens without his playing the Olympics. The fact that little Penny is in it and Penny Hardaway isn't is insane. <laughs> Penny Hardaway got me watching that like, going, What? They got the puppet out I didn't even get that. Like, he's like checking his spam folder. Like, they didn't. Even... I don't know.
0: Okay. What? What? Yeah. What did Rock at that, uh, too? Uh, like, and I speak. speaking of Penny, the other person I was surprised to not see in that commercial because he's in every commercial ever, Shaq.
2: Where no. was Shaq in that commercial? <laughs> in general commercial shoot. Mm. Like, so like if, sorry, general, sorry. I'm
0: booked with the general and Papa John's and some, you know, like prince like or hedge fund corporate <laughs> retreat today. Like, yeah. That
2: right. only films non-union commercials. I don't think he wants to join the union. It's because so, they're all like so cheap, like gold bond. Like it, it looks like it's yeah. like 50 years ago, and it's like oh no, this. Yeah, where was Shaq? Maybe it was like a TNT thing. I don't know. Like um, could because like I don't think any of the t- like there's no Barkley Like I don't think there's any TNT guys. Uh, That's true. Yeah,
0: Kenny the Jet wasn't in it. Yeah, you know, yeah. It could, maybe. Yeah, it could be. Um, John, final question. <gasps> I I see that you're wearing a wristband. Yes, but I do not see the fingerless gloves. Is it not? Has it not reached the deep enough stage of fall for you to be wearing the fingerless gloves? Because that's what well, people come to see. That's what people want.
2: Full well disclosure: I don't know where any of my stuff is, <laughs> as it's shown with with the headphones. I lost all of my jeans. I don't know where my jeans are. My wife's like, "What did you do with your jeans?" I'm like, "I can't find them. I've looked everywhere." And my fingerless gloves, I think, are like with my jeans. We moved, and then it was. Yeah, but didn't you
0: move like two months ago? Yeah,
2: but it was COVID, (laughs) so the same athleisure pants or shorts that I wear every day. You know, it's like you didn't really unpack to live like a non-COVID life yet, and like jeans are a part of that. Fingerless gloves are a part of that uh, because I've been indoors exclusively. Um, Right we got gonna find them. I think they're around, but I wear these because I keep I bang my uh, wrist on our on the desk, and so I wear wristbands for when I type.
0: So it's not actually for wiping sweat off your brow.
2: All of these, all these hot dog tweets are really sticking out. Loud. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Butler's coffee with Big Face Coffee was in it. Yeah. Oh man. Insane. Anyway, but yeah, it was like Jimmy Butler, like uh, all of these stupid brand tweets. Don't ever. We all fall, uh, but truly. So that's why I wear this. I gotta find them though. I will, I looked for them, and then when I lost my headphones, I was like, I just I just need to be at my computer. So it, I'm there. Your, your
0: world, your world is just
2: crumbling over there, John. Karen's out of town. I'm gonna I'm gonna sell the house for magic beans. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that poor woman. <laughs> I dropped her off the airport yesterday. Got back in at like 7 a.m. Went to go lock up at night at like 11 p.m. There wasn't the entire time. The entire day. <laughs> Just open. All right. I was like, oh, my God. Come home, kid. So,
0: if you're looking for some furniture and you live in John's neighborhood, uh, you know. <laughs> oh, damn, Wait. Heaven. Hey, John, if the missus is out of town, why aren't the boys watching Bulls preseason at your place tonight?
2: I know. We probably should, actually. But I'm probably going to be flipping back to Mass too. <laughs> <laughs> cool, uh, there's no to it. Yes, i always got two screens going uh but yeah we should do what we should do a watch soon though um i agree i miss i really miss watching basketball with you guys in a way that is like profound and sad and like i don't even try to when, when i start to feel it i go no 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 like because like i even though what we watched wasn't really basketball it still was like so fun yeah, hmm. you about to watch Good Bad. Oh my God! Ugh. No, yeah, no,
1: there was nobody I wanted to talk to more than y'all when, really? when that was going on. I was, that was the first people I'm texting. I'm like, dude, are like, y'all watching? Y'all see it? It's the first thing I want to do is, is watch with y'all because I know what we went through. You know what I'm saying? Like I I know what we it saw. Like, right? That,
2: right? It feels like whoa, like those coworkers that you know who like live through a tragedy and they te- they meet up every year and they're like, oh. all yeah, right,
1: right, right,
2: yeah, uh, right. But, like, I, te- I like my data plan is just to text you guys essentially, like, you're the only people I text, like, and so <laughs> it's like, oh, well, I should just call it the, the bulls outsiders data plan because that's all I use it for.
0: Can, <laughs> can we get a specific, you know, uh, data plan for just that?
2: Yeah, can the it, old a discount of some kind, remember Charles Barkley's Five Friends or something for like, yeah, two yeah, yeah,
1: right, yeah. We're,
2: we're perfect, yeah, you're right, let we'll me texting my five friends.
1: Oh, man, that would have been
2: the move. <laughs> uh, John,
0: thank you so much for joining us uh, last second today, hopping on and and giving our guests, wh- our, our listeners, what we promised them, which was a guest oh. today. And yeah. uh, this is just a nice little warm up for, for our guest next week, who is, again, a much bigger deal than you. But you know not what? Every, every time we chat, it's like you know what? I don't think there is a bigger deal on this planet Honestly, than John Sabine. What? That man, that man, you just you just get sucked into his gloriousness no.
2: every minute that that's he's that talking. Right. For y'all's right. sake, I ho- I mean I hope it's a bigger deal because Lord knows business <laughs> will be bad if it's not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, follow John on the Twitter machine, S <laughs> 214 J- for his thoughts on the Bulls, the Mavs, anything NBA related. And if you aren't following Velveta on Twitter. What are
2: you doing? In Clawson. Oh, Clawson Pickles. That's the new... That's oh. the real... Clawson Pickles is coming.
0: Real. Can you Come tell on. them to start ramping up their production? The, I, I have had it with I this Clawson pickle too. shortage, man. I need it's them. Glass. It's glass jars. There's no glass. I know. <laughs> My... My, my folks came over to see my my condo like a week ago and my mom like like Mix. of course because she's a mom like had like a sack of groceries with her she's still doing that I'm 34 she still does that but she had a, a jar of cloths and pickles with her and I was like did you have to murder a man to get this Where did <laughs> <these come laughs> from? and she was like I went to four different grocery stores out in the suburbs and I was like, oh my god bless wow. your heart well,
1: and man, I, mean, I
0: tr- tried to ration them I ate the whole jar in, in two days. You're the fact the that challenge.
2: there's like this little no glass it's just one of those things you're just like well i never thought that was enough okay well all right i don't know, i don't know what to do now
1: i <laughs> don't know what to do there's no, there's no more iron you're in the world like okay iron wing, wing stops out of wings like, yeah. like everything's crazy exactly right. oh uh
0: john we we miss you buddy we miss you thank you for, right. for giving us your time um have a wonderful weekend and, uh, yeah, we should we should be watching some Bulls basketball together fairly soon. I think we all need that. Uh, again, follow John on Twitter at jcb214. Uh, I am at Bulls underscore Peck. Big Dave is at bowb Sports. You can always, of course, hit us up on that text and voicemail line, 331-979-1369. Have a great weekend, Bulls fans. Enjoy the preseason action this weekend. We'll be back on Monday with a fresh dose of Bulls content for you. For my friends, Big Dave. And John, who I love. I'm Matt. Thanks for listening, y'all. See you, Red. Be good. Peace out.